0: Like all activist causes, the more activists that take action, the more action you get. Is not that how betting works?
1: <clears throat> no, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. You're gonna have to explain it a little further. <laughs> where you're going there? Keep going, pal. Um, you know, like the, the more, the higher
0: the stakes are, the more people that take part, the higher the stakes are. True. You know, that's how gambling works in my head. Anyways, this is one of those blankets you can write like slud on. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> we're we're sleep. We're recording in um, wine mom back bedroom. Yeah, someone has passed out after too many Xanaxes, and there's a
2: Walter Court. Reads everything happens for a wrestling.
1: We are. <laughs> <laughs> We are recording in the fern room, though, which I think you respect. This is here, I do, Terrence?
0: I, I do, I do respect the fern room as an appreciator of all things green. Yeah, verdant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just outside, there's a flamingo themed room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're familiar with that. Um,
0: I've spent half of this tour already, um, proclaiming to everybody my deep appreciation for the fauna. Yeah. Tree boy, a flora, a tree boy, the flora of the south, flora boy, flora boy, flora boy, Florida boy. That's I don't know what I am. Florida the boys, yeah, for the boys, for the boys, for the boys. Oh, keep talking, real quick, Sam. Say something. Uh, w- all right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you needed to say. Thank you. Today we're joined by none other than Mr. Sam Sachs. From the DC Sentinel, how are you, Sam?
1: Doing well, doing well. Good to be on the road with you guys. Yeah,
0: this is road podcasting. Never quite done anything like it, I gotta admit. Like that. Just throwing shit. Abundantly clear. Throwing shit. (laughs) Never done anything like it. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking, I'm like Dershowitz over here. (laughs) (laughs) Just fumbling. Fumbling Everything. So, we've decided so far on our tour... Um, We've come to a few um, realizations about the current state of reality. That's right. Um, The first is that um, the only thing that would make sense at this point is if Dershowitz went full Bud Dwyer and (laughs) held a press conference (laughs) and just topped himself.
1: In front of... in, in trouble for saying that? I, like, I, I feel like Dershowitz is not the type of guy that would do that, honestly. Dershowitz is the guy, type of guy that is going to tweet through it <laughs> until the very end. <laughs> Which is a form of Bud Dwyer yeah, <laughs> yeah, public suicide. Yeah it's, yeah, it's figuratively Bud <laughs> <laughs> dwyer himself in front of everybody, in front of millions on social media this time. It's a great update. Right, Except right. Except he doesn't actually blow his head off. But. Right. If Bud Dwyer had been around...
0: When Twitter was around, um, it's safe to say he probably would have tweeted through it as well. Poor guy, the pri- the guy just needed a Twitter. Yeah, feed. he needed a handle. They needed the website. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all need a handle. At Bud Conference um, twenty
1: four. Um. No, I don't know what's going on. I mean, this is an older article he wrote. Yeah. Right around the time that he was probably engaged in these sort of activities yes. on the uh, Epstein plane. That's right. And private islands. Um, but why he would take to then defending it today <laughs> now that this is all in the news again and the spotlight is on him again instead of just logging off. It's a curious yeah. choice. Yeah, a curious choice. I think my man knows
0: about statute of limitations um, and he knows about the law. And so I think what he was doing was it was a long game on his part. He was like, w- "I'm gonna, pu- I'm just gonna float it out there, and maybe the Overton window will shift by 2019."
1: Think, think <laughs> about the confidence he ha- must have in himself, though, that he, yeah. Alan Dershowitz. I mean, he did get OJ off. He did. But- he did. And
0: um, who's the guy that killed his wife in the early 80s? Um, Oh, Roman Plansky. He, a lot of people who killed their wives, Dershowitz has got off. Oh, yeah. Roman
2: Plansky's wife was murdered by the Manson. By the not not he- exactly an
1: ally, Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> here, but he, uh, th- he thinks that through writing an op-ed, or now tweeting, right. he's going to be able to get the age of consent lowered. Right. Which will then ultimately exonerate himself and all of his friends. Right, right, right. That's, that's, that's the lawyerly thing. He cares probably nothing about
2: the public shame, just that like no. what he does was right. within the bounds of the it's,
1: law. A, we are now in adversarial territory, and he needs to prevail. <laughs> Through logic <laughs> and <laughs> argumentative uh, sound reasoning, Right. That's Alan cool. Dershowitz will be spared jail. Tonight. Right. Well, those Epstein guys must have been... Like, they must
0: have slept soundly like, oh, Dershowitz is on the case. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> he got O.J. off for fuck's yeah, sake. Right. Klaus von Bülow, that's who I was thinking of. Ever heard of him? Who's that? He was like um, a millionaire in the early 80s who murdered his wife. Yeah, he yeah, probably oh. did it. He, he got Mike Tyson off also.
1: Huh. Dershowitz did. But Mike Tyson went to jail. Um so <laughs> getting get that off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't go to jail for as long as
0: he should have, maybe. That's probably but, yeah. yeah. That's Dershwitz's thing. He's like an appeal lawyer. Like yeah. he's like real big in appellate court. Who are like the heavy hitters of that circuit? Like Mark Garagos
2: was. Did he die? F.
0: Lee Bailey. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Obviously Johnny Cochran is dead.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, well, this must have been the thing. Dershowitz must have thought he could single-handedly shift the Overton window on the age of consent. I don't think
1: it's going to happen. <laughs> I could see Alan Dershowitz not facing any punishment along with everybody else involved in this thing because we uh, are living in a failed state. Right. But uh, I don't think he's going to succeed in his logic game that he's playing with. Well, I, right I told now. you all what
2: he did. And what he did was 20 years ago when he wrote that op ed. He woke up this morning. He woke up that morning. (laughs) He he was like, God damn, I abused a child last night. Here's what I'll do I'll just throw this out here. We'll enter this into the discourse, (laughs) we'll let it marinate for about 19 or so years. (laughs) And when my ship comes in, then the overton window will have shifted we'll like have you shifted. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're good. We're Tell Gucci. Him.
0: He that, back then those guys were like, Dersh is on the case, don't worry about it. By the time this all comes around yeah, We'll all be thinking completely <laughs> different about this topic <laughs> in nineteen years. Yeah, it's all the whole, good. The entire society look will. at the French. You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: We didn't yeah. we had we had a we had a friend that argued in earnest for that. We did. And she's like, in France, it's like the age of consent
1: 14. That's what she should and we're like, is
2: that irony? Is that?
1: <laughs> we're yeah, yeah, Dersh is not doing irony in this Dersh is case. not doing irony. Yeah. And there are like plenty of sick fucks who are going to defend this thing and <laughs> run with it. Be like, you know, I think Dersh has a point. There are people who are probably just discovering this article now. Yeah. And are taking to Twitter being like, read this. Check this out. Check this out. He'll, he'll, he'll have a, a day in the libertarian
0: Scene for yeah. sure, yeah. Damn, wow. Well, he's definitely had one for the ages. He's definitely had one for the ages. You cannot film in here, Nick Hayes. It is antithetical to the whole point of podcasting. You cannot film podcasts. It's sacred. Nick Hayes means TV. Nick Hayes means TV. <laughs> Nick Hayes means TV. Oh, but you, you can bring me coffee.
1: Nice, thank you for the coffee. Sam yeah. Knight, in District Sentinel, the S- coffee boy the for coffee the Trillbillies. <laughs> that's right, that's it's, right. Did you want a coffee? It's it's, it's not, there's just only one of us who wants
0: We're going to pass around a coffee, I guess? It's for Nick, that's Nick's coffee. It's not Nick's coffee. Oh. We got an extra coffee. That's right. That's Turns right. out I could have gone by
1: myself to bring back the
0: coffee. Yeah. Well, thanks for that, Sam. No problem, no problem. We appreciate it. No
1: well, Well, um, so, what's going on? Just uh, hanging in the Wine Mom house here in Raleigh, North Carolina. North Carolina. I'm
2: over here trying to gin up donations for the miners that are hosting a cornhole tournament on the train tracks in Harlan County.
0: So tell us a little bit about that, Tom. What's the, uh, what's the status on that? I
2: want to be as transparent as I can be about this. I know there's a lot of questions about my character out there in the community, and maybe rightfully so in some ways. <laughs> but... I assure you that a hundred percent of these donations are gonna to go to the right families. <laughs> the tricky part is though is figuring out because there's just no infrastructure for this stuff down here. You never
0: know? never let a a famed hustler like Tom Sexton run your activist cause fundraiser. <laughs> That's research. right. Everybody gets to that
2: donation page and they say, Hmm. Thompson.
1: <laughs> we're gonna check that cornhole equipment in a few weeks to sure it twice. i'm gonna sit on this for a minute damn but anyway, anyway seriously we where are can people find out about that what's that where can people find out about this oh uh,
2: yeah. uh go to twitter.com <laughs> I'll get you a link right now. It's one of those. It's not b-
1: Twitternet.net. Net. It's not one of those.
0: <laughs> <It's Twitter laughs> no. no. We'll put it in the show. We can put it in the show description. Yeah, we'll yeah. put it
2: in the show description. That's that's better. Yeah. Than having you have to rewind this and say.
0: Well, give us the rundown, though, on what's going on. Um, well, I think you? it's like
2: most things in, in Eastern Kentucky. I, I don't think there's some great coordinated plan. I think there's a bunch of guys
0: sitting around thinking. Hey, Brian Quimby. Hi, guys. From the street Hey, Brian Radio. Quimby. <laughs> This is um. Did you out, did right? you want to nap in here? Yeah, you want to nap uh, while I we're podcasting. Nap in the bed that I have, that's not very comfortable. <laughs> have a
1: good podcast, everybody. Thanks. Thank we'll you. see you in a
0: little bit. We'll join you here in a minute. Never know who's going to pop in here. That's right. That's t- that's S- life on the road. This is going
1: to be a new one of those podcasts that put people to sleep. We're just going to uh, talk to Brian as he falls asleep, <laughs> and hopefully the An rest ASMR? of the listeners fall asleep too. Yeah miners are playing cornhole. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, the miners are playing cornhole. I think it's one of those things where you got a, a bunch of guys sitting around commiserating about, you know, how fucked up it is that Jeff Hoops is building a $20 million Rome-themed resort yeah. in Milton, West Virginia, not the Bahamas. I think I just got two things mixed up. Chris Klein died in the Bahamas, in case you missed that memo. Right, right, right. Uh, but Jeff Hoops is still alive. Jeff below. Hoops is still alive. Uh, any helicopter trips planned? If <laughs> yeah. any of our Bahamian friends are listening and have any surface air, okay. This is whiz.
0: this is what I've been wondering about helicopters. Like, if you were to shoot a helicopter down, how would they ever prove who is the person who shot it down? You know what I mean? What kind of like forensics?
1: I'm sure that exists. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know, but I feel like the NTSB can determine if a missile hit a helicopter. <laughs> Now, I guess determining who who where that missile, missile came missile, from. exactly, That might be tougher. It could be anybody. You might just need hope for eyewitnesses right. that saw a... M- imagine seeing that shit just hanging out in the Bahamas on a beach. <laughs> and like, I walk up out of the ocean with a rocket
0: launcher on my shoulder. <laughs> in the shape of a trident. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going yeah. this whole fish man thing. Yeah. That would be hard to prove unless somebody saw it. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Or you were part of the Mujahideen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The brave Mujahideen fighters. That's right. Yeah, so anyway, we got coal miners uh, hanging out on train tracks in Harlan County. They were probably sitting around, you know, commiserating about getting fucked out of their jobs, getting fucked in the courts, because what a lot of people don't know is that... So, two weeks ago, Black Jewel, Black Hawk, Revelation Mining, who were the three big coal companies that were... Betting big on coal's resurgence, buying up all these properties that all these bigger companies had passed on. Um, all declared bankruptcy. No surprise there. <laughs> and um, so, what they were doing, and it's interesting because I was talking to my brother-in-law who used to work at Revelation about this, and he said, "Man, there was no HR department. Like, you know, you'd used to drive to your office, pick up your check, take it to the bank, or deposit it or whatever." Now, he was like, you had some dude drive out on a strip job on a truck and pay us out in cash and then give us like a little printed out check stub to where like the deductions were? Yeah. Well, as it turns out, no surprise here for an operation that sends a guy to pay their workers out in cash. The deductions weren't really getting going to the places they needed to go to. And so these guys got bench warrants out on them for alimony, child support, all this shit. They can't draw unemployment benefits because they were never actually laid off these mines just shuttered they showed up for work and there was no work to do and there was like you know locks on the doors and everything right and so um there's one gas station in harlan county i think tanya was actually talking about this two weeks ago but if you missed it that cashed 90 thousand dollars worth of checks and all those the banks sent all those back on them so now they're just out fucking 90k these cash checks it's just like it's just these assholes like jeff hoops who's you know just i think it's hilarious he's building a rome themed resort in west virginia like a 20 Who million million. who's
1: going to go to that like the other coal barons
2: <laughs> it's it's like greenbrier in west virginia it's like it's only like the pga tournament comes once a year and then yeah. it's, the rest of the year it's like jim justice and these like rich assholes you know
1: right i feel like the people would just go to rome or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> instead of the rome replicate in west in, virginia in west virginia yeah. built by coal money
0: <laughs> you'd be surprised the rich they do. They're well, in they, Rome. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they can do whatever they want. You know, you can build a replica of Rome, hire Dershowitz and Epstein to, <laughs> you know, get children in there, and um, <laughs> I'm not sure where I'm going with this.
2: Jeff's gonna roll on the starch. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get to.
0: It. <laughs> um. So, anyways, though these guys haven't collected a paycheck in a while. Um. So, yeah, I don't know, like, this is why we need on-the-ground reporting. Cause yeah, we need- we're speculating from our ivory
2: tower here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. That's right. Well, we, I
1: mean, we don't need to know much more than to know that the boss here is probably fucked, yeah, fucked up dude, and uh, the workers should be supported. That's Damn, right. Absolutely. That's a good point.
0: Well, and so what they've done is they've shut down a rail. They've done a classic protest tactic, which is shut down... A avenue of commerce, mm. um, you know, or a... Uh, classic direct action. Cla- as Tom <laughs> says, it's a classic case. Coming of- through with the DA. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> which is what it takes sometimes. That's right. The capitalists tend not to like this course of action. They don't
0: like it very much at all. They've occupied a railroad. Um,
2: well, let me tell you this, though. And this is, you know, you know how the companies are getting woke now? Mm-hmm. Apparently Coca Cola stopped by and gave them like a bunch of like cokes. Really? Yeah. God Which is interesting. Damn. So they're beating us at our own game.
0: Dude, that's how woke they've become.
2: Yeah. Holy like shit. they they saw they saw uh Kendall Jenner doing that Pepsi commercial where she's like, you know. The revolution starts here. Yeah. And they're and they're like, We'll see you then and we're going to a minor strike
0: motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. Top that shit. Coca Cola is organizing coal miners <laughs> <Yeah>. for unions.
1: <laughs> that that is interesting. I, I mean, to to the extent that it's like good faith effort to support workers, which I doubt. But there's usually such discipline among the chamber; they're usually on the level
2: about that. Yeah, you know? right. <laughs>
1: about not doing stuff like that that would threaten capital. Is and, Coke you know, scabbing? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the opposite of, the opposite yeah. of scamming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fascinating.
0: Well, so they shut down the railroad to stop a coal train from leaving. Is it Revelation and Black Jewel coal that is. Yeah, supposed? Jeff Hoop's the CEO of both of them. Okay. Yeah. But, so, how's they, how have they been getting the coal out? Is it just coal that it still hasn't been shipped out from when the mines were active a few weeks ago? i guess so
2: Or either that or they're just not even connected it's just a demonstration because i mean csx gotta take all that out of there oh, anyway that makes sense so it's just like if we're not you know mining coal you're not running it
0: that's actually a really great disruption tactic um well they've done the ultimate which is set up a cornhole tournament on the on the train tracks. Yeah, trains.
1: they got brackets and stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should start taking, like... You know how, like, people do graduation photos on trail range, uh, railroads, train tracks? Just nah. start taking those.
1: <laughs> My- I, I, I'm the guy in a group who's always like, all right, we got to do this right. If we're going to compete, we got to set up the brackets, we got to draw numbers out of a hat and set up the uh, first-round competitions. Yeah. I just hope that there's someone there like that who's the taking a body yeah but not the person who's involved in like dealing with like the actual labor dispute it's someone else who's <laughs> yeah. been designated as the uh, ringmaster of ceremonies well, at the cornhole tournament
2: right I got a little exclusive for you boys
0: what's that
1: you know it? who
2: it is I have it on good authority that Mikey Pack. and I don't think he's organizing it but I was talking to my sister a little bit ago she was talking about my brother and I was like we're setting up this fundraiser. Do you know anybody that you know that's raising money that we could kind of funnel this these funds to or whatever? And she's like, "Well, I think Mikey Pack's working on that." And da, da 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 da. She said, "He's the one that's over there with the cornhole tournament
0: right now." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "He's the best around." <laughs> it's the Michael Jordan of cornhole. Well, let that be uh, a lesson: is sometimes organizing anything is just as simple as organizing a cornhole tournament. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> that's all it takes. There's no great secret. That's right. This one simple trick to disrupt your workplace. CEOs hate it. <laughs> CEOs hate it. And it's cornhole. Also erase belly fat with <laughs> bananas and avocado. <laughs> that's right. Um so anyways, that's what's going on back home. I I have intense FOMO about it. Not being able to yeah, we'd turn our head for two seconds. And, yeah, and it's
2: right there in your backyard. Literally. It always happens that way, though. Seriously. Like the West Virginia teacher shit, same
0: thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Could- what were we doing? this? <laughs>
2: well, I mean, it's like we just couldn't get up. We couldn't get, really get there for it, so we had to send Emily
1: Right, right. Yeah. I remember one of the last times we went on tour, the Sentinel went on tour. Uh, we were gone for a week, didn't do any shows except for a live show in Pittsburgh and uh, one in Columbus. And that entire week was the anthony scaramucci saga where he was hired went through all that stuff and then was <laughs> fired before we came back from vacation we just <laughs> missed the entire episode which ultimately is completely meaningless like a fart in the trump administration here but that it was the mooch a- man <laughs> it was a nice it would have been some good content for a week
2: <laughs> yeah well that's i mean that's probably the maddening thing but being in dc though, was like the news cycle just moves so goddamn quick we'll get good mileage out of anything that happens down there because yeah right you know not much happens <laughs>
1: so, no i mean right. you almost got to stay away from the stuff that's happening so because everybody's covering that stuff yeah the mooch, yeah. The mooch was everywhere wall-to-wall <laughs> coverage
0: yeah how does it feel to be out of dc you feel like you can breathe a breath of fresh air
1: Feels nice. Yeah. Uh I mean I'm a southern boy. Out of the swamp. I'm oh, from Florida yeah. originally, which I guess is Florida the south. Yeah, we'll call it. Parts the south. of Florida the yeah, South. Yeah, you're you're part of Florida. I'm from the Central south. Florida, which I'd say is the South. Yeah. Um so I yeah, I like to get down here a couple times a year. And I haven't been down here this year yet. So Yeah.
0: Well, we're going I mean, right I'm,
1: I I'm not like you. You know, you're <laughs> the one who's geeking out on the on the highways <laughs> looking at the trees. I'm the opposite. <laughs> when I get out and see the mountains see out the west and the d- desert and stuff yeah but.
0: yesterday on the drive down here i was telling the sams about where i live and i was like man i just love the trees i
1: love the bugs i love the animals it's like if you look out <laughs> just look outside the van there's like a thousand different species of trees out there right now <laughs> tulip <To laughs>
2: <the laughs> poplar seabird and maple <laughs> yeah i'm sorry <laughs> They were looking at me like, who
0: the fuck is this no, guy? good.
2: I used to know my trees so much better. We both did during the bat years, I feel like. That's right. Now I couldn't tell you shit about anything green.
1: You know, well, that's not true, Tom. <laughs> South, the South has, has the good fast food. Yeah. Um, like Bojangles. <laughs> right? Although Bojangles is a little disappointing.
0: So um, uh, <laughs> we saw a man almost die last night. At Bojangles. Yeah, at Bojangles. Yeah. Yeah. I walked right into it hoping I would get shot. I genuinely wanted to get taken down in a just a you know gunfire collateral yeah. damage in a dispute yeah hell of a collateral damage I wanted to be an innocent bystander who got <laughs> shot and
1: hope maybe even murdered <laughs> <laughs> Think of the publicity it would do for this tour. Well, yeah, if you were shot, not murdered. Well, well, yeah. Well, but... murdered maybe for the rest of us, but we want you to we want you to enjoy the fruits of your injuries as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of
2: your assault as well. We don't want you mortally wounded. Perhaps just, you know, a couple of
1: debilitating. I mean, if we're going ones. to raise money off of uh, what happened to you, we right. want you to be able to enjoy it as yeah, well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Wow, we've got Nick Hayes back Nick in Nick Hayes means TV. Nick Hayes means TV.
0: TV. The quality of this podcast declines every time you walk in the room, and and every time you leave, it gets better. <laughs> when you put a camera in somebody's face, I don't know. There's just it just does something. I have a great somebody. step up to it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just resisting it. Carry on, Nick. Do your job. We'll do ours, I guess. So, anyways, our job. Yes, well, we're we're doing these live shows.
1: Yeah, uh, about to do want, Chapel Hill tonight. About
2: to do Chapel Hill this evening. By the time you hear this, we'll probably have already done Chapel Hill, but
1: might be in Jacksonville.
2: But you, Jacksonville listeners, which all six of you, uh, come out there August
1: first.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, this will be air. I think this will come out either the day of that or afterwards. I can't remember.
1: Well, if it comes out the day of. Uh, and I know the Street Fight listeners like to tell us, hey, hey, bring drugs, bring weed or whatever. Uh, bring crystal burgers. <laughs> I will smash. <laughs>
0: bring Sam Good as drugs, good as cash around here. Crystal
1: burgers, yeah. That's right. The high, lasts, it, the high lasts about as long as like some uh, salvia for a bit. You know, you get that like 10 <laughs> minutes. Eight minutes. Intense. Intense. While you're doing it, it's just like, oh my God, I've I'm... never felt better. <laughs> uh, but the hangover is way worse. Oh, yeah. God.
2: Yeah. So I, I think salvia is single-handedly responsible for frying my synapses.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, no. Salvia is the weirdest drug I've ever taken in my life. Yeah, by a mile.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've never done it. Yeah. But Tom has some harrowing tales of salvia. Yeah. I think Did I you actually... get real bad on salvia as well? No, I think... I... <laughs> <laughs> I was a addi- real Tom, life I was a dick to Salvia. To
1: salvia. <laughs> <laughs> there are
2: dozens of us <laughs> I actually told this last time I told the Salvia story was when we were recording Salmon Salmon. Yeah I so thought I can, so I, so I can I, yeah. I can't recycle that one. <laughs> I
1: was like I think we've had this conversation before Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: um well let's see It's disorienting to be out of your
2: podcasting element isn't it it is. It is. I mean, especially trying to do it on the fly when,
0: you know, we're insulated. Right. From what's going on in the world, really. we. Yeah. I mean, like, the thing about, you know, traveling is that I haven't really caught up with the news. Honestly, the only news I've been keeping up with is the Dersh news. But that's because it's so fulfilling. Like, he's such a piece of shit. It's, it's very, I don't know, it's kind of like... Are we actually going to see Dersh get um, held to account? No. Probably not, no. No, but we will see him embarrass himself. (laughs) On TV. And that's that's probably the most we can hope for at this point. I think
2: that's already in the works. Yeah. What's funny is how he's changed his tune over the past couple of weeks. Like, at first he was like, there's uh, these uh, affidavits that say that my accuser lied and da 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 so like he was trying to do the lawyer thing where he was like using the the channels and everything right to prove his innocence and now he's just like well if that doesn't work i can just go with the old
0: well eh, is it really that bad right right you know? it's this it's the classic shifting of the overton one. yeah yeah um
1: well um let's just are you you guys excited about? Have you been to Florida? The two of you? Oh, no, I am. My, my dad's Floridian. Oh, is he? Yeah. We're part Miami. Miami. Oh, yeah. yeah. You
2: were
0: talking about Miami. Yeah. I forgot. I've only been in the panhandle briefly. Yeah. It's just step footage. What it. is
1: going on out there?
0: Oh, oh, Brett from Street Fight Radio is working out in the next room. Brett Payne doing Pilates in the next <laughs> room.
1: <laughs> sounds like someone's like has some action on a game and they're losing on <laughs> like ridiculous plays out there. Just like fuck,
2: God! I, I love betting horses for I mean for a lot of reasons, but one of my favorite things is when you're sitting there simulcasting just an inconsequential race and you'll have some old codger that has a hat on that says uh, like Santa Anita Derby 1993. <laughs> get up there six you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i was at a i sp- spent an inordinate amount of time at off track betting parlors just, just
1: playing like the uh 2 p.m race on a just wednesday claimers
2: fucking <laughs> horses i don't even know where the fuck they're at carriage races and shit like that
1: that's the hardcore stuff when you're doing the carriage races, when you're betting on the carriage horses.
2: Let me tell you, yeah, if you ever find
0: yourself betting a carriage race, seek <laughs> help. Uh, so, explain for the uninitiated: is it an actual carriage, or like um, like they? It's like Ben Hur.
2: Yeah, it
1: looks like Ben Hur. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they little, race that shit.
2: <laughs> little five foot four ten dudes like riding carriages, and yeah, wow,
1: it's like how NASCAR has the funny car races, and right? We all and they have the pickup truck races, and right. shit. Yeah, they got the horse racing yeah. with the it, chariots. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's funny. It's like there's some traditions that just haven't died since the You know, since the very beginning of time, the dawn of time. Chari- you know, uh, chariot races, democracy, <laughs> um, just a couple of pillars. Child pedophilia covered up by the Top been going on for thousands for elites. millennia. <laughs> yeah, just um, you know, those classic traditions we all know and love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't. Is that is that like a hotter form of racing than just on the horseback? what the degenerates do. Why? Because
1: like, you got to find that action. You got to
2: find the action. Life's all about finding the action. Terrence. You got to find the action. <laughs> it's about <laughs> getting was, a damn when you got the best of
1: it. I was betting. I was trying to find some action last week. The uh, saw some tennis that was being played out of like. Fuck, I think it was in. I think it was in like New Haven or something like that. There's some the hardcore atp tournament. yeah tournament and uh i was just looking at odds and, and i've never seen this player alexander Bublik. he's like a kazakh tennis player Bublik, That's yeah Bublik, yeah I, I looked at some of his past and he had, had a bunch of aces and some previous B-U-B-B-L-O-C-K-Q. BUBLIK. yeah oh okay, b-u-b-l-i-k okay. um he's 22 ranked like 80th something in the world so i was like i'm gonna put some action on this guy play some tennis it was the weirdest tennis match I've ever seen in my life. He did four underhanded quick serves to catch his opponent. You never see people that. People are shit. doing
2: that a lot now. It's Nick the Nick Kyrgios effect.
1: Yeah. I guess yeah. He started he's got he's yeah. brought it back. People yeah. do I mean I assume people used to do this back in the day a lot in tennis yeah. when it was just uh It's poor it's considered poor form, but it's legal. He didn't give yeah. a fuck. Right. This guy didn't give a fuck. He did he did like four of those He could not hit a regular shot, though. He could not get just, like, there was never a rally of more than three or four shots. It was either he's going to get you with the quick, with the big heavy serve, Ace. He's going to get you with the quick serve when you're not paying attention. Right. Or he's going to have an unforced error. Yeah. And he ends up winning in three sets. And I hit that one, but. So you had action on it. I had action on it.
2: Well, (laughs) betting tennis, let me tell you, betting tennis is a dicey proposition because it's very rigged like if you heard? About, right. oh yeah have For you heard about nikolai yeah. and yeah. the russian mob
1: Well, no. i mean i i remember the tennis fixing scandal from a few years ago yeah. was that involving him yeah or nikolai
2: Davidenko was like number like five or six in the world one of the best players in the world like always like in the thick of grand slams and stuff yeah he plays a um it was, wasn't even like a master series tournament it was like a like a like atp thousand level which is kind of like just like you know these guys will go down there and play like guys like ranked in the '80s and shit, yeah, just yeah. to get a, a quick payday because right. they can qualify for it. The higher ranked guys, he goes and he plays Duty Sela, who was an Israeli player who was like ranked like one twenty something in the world, and all this huge influx of money comes in on Sela from the Russian Federation. <laughs> okay, Nikolai Davidenko beats him the first set six two. The next set, he's up 4-0 and withdraws with a blister on his foot.
1: I wonder how much money came in damn. on him after the 6-2 during the live yes. best. Yeah. Yes. it.
2: so the Russian mob <laughs> just made a man off this. And, like, Davy Danko kind of got disgraced. Like, I don't think it was ever, like, proven that he was, like, in league with them, but... Yeah.
1: That's called action. That's the act. we that action. We call that action. The, the Russian Federation <laughs> had some action. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> there's a couple things like that. If you're ever betting carriage races, there's, like, always, like because carriage races tend to happen at like courses that are like in kind of you know disparate places they're not like you know it's not like yeah kentucky derby shit or anything like that which you know some people call louisville disparate but uh so there's always like just one rock star of like these little bullshit courses and if you ever see thomas j clifton riding at penn national they give him a lot of races like, uh-huh. even if he's losing, like, a lot of jockeys will just stiff it because he's, like, you know, he's a showman. He goes over there and, like, you know, throws flowers to the crowd and shit like that. Yeah. Early Fires used to be like that For I think he's pretty well retired, but Early Fires was just, like, a legendary jockey. And, like, if he, he would just, like, you know, one of those guys that, like, when he needed a paycheck, he would go, like riding a race and he'd go take them out and they'd, you know, they'd make it to where he'd win or finish in the money. So right. like, if you just saw early fires out of nowhere on fu- you knew to play him in the exotics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why we should do that. Throw roses in the crown after we perform. That's the hallmark of a good entertainer. They should throw roses on us. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> just getting cut the fuck up. Just bloody. Roses and bread. His <laughs> <laughs> fucking hard loves. Um... All right, action um let's see i I want to know look there's a few things I want to know this I wanted to explore this a little bit today the hot the the okay, I'll just say this the Terence Ray conspiracy theory of the day is that fabio. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what we really came here to talk about.
1: Yeah, this—you finally have gotten to the topic. Oh, you God. had uh, sold me on to come on your show.
2: We've been dwelling on you the. You dragged story. me
1: through these fluff stories like miners striking on railroad tracks right. and shit. But eight a.m. I woke Sex up. Sex is over here, just so disc and just like so uncontent. Just waiting to get to this. Yeah, anytime, come on, come on, come see on, him.
0: come on, my podcast and talk about Fabio. So, um. In 19, what year was that? This is
1: the 20th, we just we just had, a f- we're a few months away from the 20th anniversary we're of a few months this away, happening. okay,
0: alright yeah. Where's the article you had last night? Do you remember what you pulled it up on?
1: Um. I, I just I just typed Fabio Blood <laughs> <Goose>. Face <laughs> No, I didn't know it was a goose oh, until yeah, yeah, after yeah. Uh, I had after uh, searched I Fabio looked blood into face. this Yeah, just do, because I, I really wanted to just find the picture Right, right, right um, which is which is horrific. I mean It's a horrific photo. Not so much Fabio, which yeah, he's got blood all over his face, but like the women behind Fabio <laughs> that are splattered with blood <laughs> as well. And the woman next to him has this like demented smile on her face.
2: It really did look like a steal from
0: Midsummer. Well here's the thing. Here's my thing about this Fabio thing. Yeah. There's two there's two ways to approach that. The first is that <clears throat> it actually happened that it was one of those weird cosmological events like Fabio the most famous supermodel at the time like the Hindenburg or yeah, not like like the Hinden. Randy
1: Johnson fastball Throw. killing the bird
0: Exactly got on a It happens coaster. we've seen this happen we've before We've seen it happen before um <laughs> the god sacrifice a bird every now and then <laughs> to a famous person Right so the story behind this is that it
1: wasn't it the grand opening of this roller coaster? Or was yes, it ding- this was this was the uh unveiling of this roller coaster. Fabio was the first person to ride this roller coaster. So Perry. we're not talking about a really I mean this is at Bush Gardens, which I Bush guess Gardens. is a top tier amusement park, but still their best get that they can get to ride be the inaugural <laughs> rider on this uh roller coasters fabio. fabio and this like this is not prime fabio prime fabio was probably 10 years before this. exactly he's he's on the this fabio is has actually, now become a joke it, this, this is point. i can't believe it's not butter Fabio. Right. Right. the exactly. roller coaster right.
0: of his life he is on the descent
1: yes he is on the butter com- <laughs> the, the margarine commercials
0: <laughs> and it's reflected fabio. in
1: his face from the steel so so bush gardens had invited the press right camera cameramen everyone was assembled reporters right to watch fabio and they had set up a group of women dressed like athenian goddesses <laughs> to accompany fabio right. on this maiden voyage
0: blonde hair blue eyes on the roller coaster right
1: just the vision of
0: um you know just sort of like western um Aryan supremacy just
1: the spectacle of it just all the before the it's even left the station <laughs> <laughs> just think of the spectacle of fabio striding to his car <laughs> flanked <laughs> by these <laughs> athenian goddesses, goddesses right. to ride this bush gardens roller coaster and it's which was day. called what what was
0: the name of the coaster um let's see it was I don't know, it just says a bush. Did you did you see it last night, Tom?
1: Yeah, I it, all I can find Oh, right it's here. called
0: the Apollo's chariot. Yeah, Apollo Apollo's chariot. <laughs> chariot, yeah. chariot. big chariot themed episode here. Yeah, it happened on March 30th, 1999, which is one day before April Fools' Day, which is an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. Um Bush Gardens was introducing its new roller coaster, Apollo's chariot. Um but so here's the thing. This is this is the thing. There's two interpretations of this event. The first is like I said. It's like we were saying. It's Randy Johnson hitting the bird with the baseball. It is one of those like mathematically impossible things that happens. A goose.
1: The roller coaster is in a downward <laughs> uh, trajectory going 70 miles an hour. Right. A goose is nesting nearby. Right. Flies into its path. The goose hits the front of the car, of the roller coaster car, right. ricochets, apparently killing it instantly. Right, right. Rick is snapping its neck, ricochets off, then hits Fabio square <laughs> in the face, lacerating his nose. <laughs> And discharging, yeah, yeah, pouring blood all over the place, all over the passengers' mind, as this goose (laughs) carcass is just tumbling past. And then immediately, the roller coaster returns to the station two minutes later with blood everywhere, blood
0: all over the passengers, all over Fabio. (laughs) So, what is your theory? Yeah, that's the official story. What is your theory? Official story. (laughs) (laughs) My theory is that Fabio staged it as a PR stunt because his career was on the decline. Yeah. And you'll do just about anything to get your name back out in the news. So I propose we reconstruct it. It should be reconstructed like CSI style. We need to determine where on the roller coaster he hit. it hit him. Um, we need to track down the other people on that roller coaster with yeah them. i agree and goddesses. we
1: need to know who made first contact about being the inaugural rider was it fabio who pitched himself <laughs> exactly or did the roller coaster bush gardens reach out that's to important. fabio exactly that's exactly. important hopefully uh, we're inspiring young journalists uh <laughs> around the country to get on this fabio beat too. but it is so memorable like it did yeah Inject Fabio back into pop culture. To this day, everybody (laughs) remembers the The, bloodied Fabio. Probably more so than they remember Fabio on Uh. the cover of thousands of romantic novels. That's right. My mom loved them Harlequin romance novels
2: with Fabio (laughs) on the cover. It's like,
1: I I grace the cover of thousands of romantic novels, (laughs) but then I get hit in the face by one dead goose and I remember that that for the rest of my life.
0: I think that it says... Honestly, I think it says a lot about violence in our society in general. It, it, does That still image of Fabio with blood on his face, and there's blood all over the people behind him, just that image that says a lot about, you know, the militarism in our society. I've got uh, a I've got a little theory of my own. I'd like to float. <laughs> That's your I think
2: to keep the planets in alignment and the Earth rotating on its axis and... On this kind of stuff to keep the order of things. I think that God has to send his finest specimens to sacrifice a bird every like 16 years. So Randy Johnson was in that. in that, <laughs> Yeah. With the fastball. Yeah. Right. Fabio. Now we need to go and find who, and who they, what other famous they person use, has killed a bird.
1: They use that famous person's skills to kill the bird. To kill right. The, right. Bird. the Randy Johnson fastball. At, right. the Fabio, Fabio, his, his face. face. His beautiful face. Yeah, it's...
0: That's The the, the universe works so weird, uh, guys.
1: (laughs) That's my turtles all the way down. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like it takes a a bird sacrifice every so often to keep things.
1: My takeaway from this, and I honestly, I get this kind of shiver down my spine thinking about this. We were so close to this going horribly where Fabio died. Right. If this goose does not hit the front of the car, if they're just fractions of a foot off. Yeah. The goose probably breaks Fabio's neck. Right. Yeah. And the <laughs> the roller coaster returns with everybody covered in blood and Fabio dead. dead. <laughs> His head is... And the impact that that would have had on our pop, on our culture as a nation, I don't think we've ever would have ever recovered from that. Right? It's,
2: it's bad to die in a stupid way. Totally. I thought about this as I breathed in a skittle on our way to down here. <laughs> <laughs> and like I finally like coughed it up, and I was like, if I would have died in this bus of podcasters, <laughs> I would <try, laughs> aspirating on a skittle.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to give you the Heimlich, and I can't even get it out.
2: Imagine how bad I would feel. <laughs> like you're just you're just immortalized as a buffoon at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Protect your neck from from the goose people. You want to dow some dignity? Yeah, yeah. You well, maybe killing a coal baron or something. Right, right.
0: Well, the next, let's see. So the next bird
1: to be taken out. Let's say. Do you think Do you think Bernie Sanders was supposed to kill the bird that landed? <laughs> on That's on his podium. Was he supposed to kill that bird? <laughs> I think I think so. And that's where the timeline deviated. That's why he lost. That's why we that's got why Trump.
0: That's why we got Trump like, he
1: deviated. I've, <laughs> I've been looking at that wrong my whole the whole time. I've thought of this as like this beautiful moment in which this bird recognized something in this human, like recognized this warmth about Bernie Sanders and landed on the podium and there was this connection there. But that I wasn't the to... way it was supposed to happen. <laughs> Bernie was supposed to smash, that, supposed bird to smash that bird in front of everybody. And they probably, like, Trump voters would have gone nuts for that. <laughs> like, the people who went for, ended up, he just they would be like, oh, my God. A rifle and
0: <laughs> F-plus rating by the N- NRA all the way up to A-plus now. Yeah, because he has to
2: do it with his skill,
1: remember? That's,
2: so what would Bernie's skill be?
1: He'd, he'd, he'd take a basketball... And he he dunk dunk the bird with the basketball, <laughs> or
2: or or he would go find some affordable drugs from Canada and like, give it too much insulin or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Maybe we can write it. Maybe the Dersh can write where the he can use his prosecutorial skills or his def- his appellate skills to kill the next. Kill
1: the next bird. I don't know. <laughs> it's the only thing that can save him at it's this point. It's the part, only man. thing that can save him at this point. And all of us for that, man. Yeah.
0: God damn. We have to write the universe. Yeah, I around.
1: mean, it, it's... Uh, when was the Randy Johnson? That was the thing was in the 90s. It was around the same time as the Fabio all thing, right, I thought. Right. I mean, it's been 20 years since Fabio. I think it's... It's time. We're probably nearing another bird sacrifice, especially... I mean... Bernie was, I guess, fif- you know, 15 years after, 16 years after. Right, right.
0: I think the Randy Johnson thing was actually in the mid-2000s. He oh, was pitching well. That was well later. In- that
1: was after yeah. Fabio.
0: Yeah, so I think it happens probably every seven years or so.
1: Yeah, we're due because of Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie didn't do it, so it's overdue. We missed it. Goddamn, if Joe Biden kills the burn. This is this is like the premise. Did you ever see that? Was the Cabin in the Woods? You ever yeah, see Cabin yeah, in the Woods? Yeah. Like, we have to someone's gotta kill a bird or else hell opens up. <laughs> yeah. It's already started.
2: It's like the in you know that movie The Adjustment Bureau?
0: Yeah. Or I like never saw movie. it. With Matt Damon?
2: Yeah. Like everything you know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. I never saw People it. People have been chastising me for giving away movies. Though. Tom we have taken the most heat lately for a random take. Tom said that bringing out your dead bringing out, Skr- to dead. Bring it out the dead martin says his film was bad worst movie ever tom said it was the worst movie you ever saw is that nick cage yeah yeah cage. john goodman
1: uh, i did not see it but i remember the the poster <laughs> it's a it's a dud it's a dud it's a dud yeah. um i think i confuse that movie sometimes with that other one was it flatliners were they, yeah. where they were they uh kill people like, and bring them back to, to life yeah, yeah.
2: Mm,
0: that's that was the last movie i watched at the drive in movie theater mm well, I don't know about this, fellas. This is pretty creepy. I mean, really, though, it really is an Ariaster film. Just the fo- Look at the photo of all the people on that roller coaster.
1: Oh man, I didn't realize there were that many people. Holy! Because I've only the photos, you only see the first two rows, but there are Holy literally sh- like seven rows of people yeah. of Athenian goddesses. Yeah, like if his head would have been taken off, Sam. The,
0: uh, everybody around him would have been covered with brains and <laughs> also the crazy blood. thing about that
2: <laughs> the crazy <laughs> shit about head,
0: that <laughs> head and hair never we would have never recovered, have never
1: recovered. <laughs> the human race would have never recovered from that
0: it had to what
2: it here's why my theory holds water okay Look how many fucking people in there that goose could have flown in front of, but it chose the Fabio, the, Fabio. the vessel, the chosen the vessel. Cho-
0: <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> yeah, looking at the thing, it's like a Where's Waldo photo, and it's like Where's Where's Fabio, and he, that's where the bird went, <laughs> right there,
2: right there. It's a blood, classic blood sacrifice.
0: Right, you know, that's
1: the there are, you know, there's sacred geometry in the world. It would be and... it would be great if Fabio was aware of this. Like if Fabio, if this was willingly, <laughs> yeah. If the, if it, we're gonna just go with Tom's theory is true. Right. Not, this wasn't promotional. This wasn't a freak thing. Right. Which is my theory. Okay. This is Tom's theory. It's necessary for this to happen to keep balance that one of one of humankind's greatest specimens must slay a bird using their special power right fabio knew this and he stoically strides <laughs> yeah to the roller coaster <laughs> takes his seat at the front <laughs> <laughs>
0: But the Straps night- <laughs> in
1: knowing
0: that his face. But the night before he had doubts. He went to the garden yep. to weep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like Father, if this cup could pass from me, let it.
2: I need to do more butter commercials. I'm broke. But neither the less, not my will, your will be done. You're called upon, Fabio. You're you're called
0: upon. You've been called upon. You get sent for. You got to go. Yeah, when it's your time. Well, (laughs) good on you, Fabio. I mean, you did your part. Apparently, Bernie did not do his. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, that's a thing. That's an interesting thing, Sam. So, like in y'all show, you know, you do it like conduct it like a revolutionary tribunal. Do innocent and guilty. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Strike at from the minutes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want to give away parts of the live show. I'm no, sorry. that's
1: okay. We've we we uh we we've done it as a segment on the podcast okay. too.
0: Well, it's interesting because when you've been doing it the last two shows, people said guilty about Bernie.
1: Didn't they? Or did yeah. I some people yeah, it's did. A mixed crowd. Yeah. It's a mixed crowd, which um Maybe they I, know the birth theory as I, well. <laughs> I just, I just think there's a, there's a lot of Stalinists in uh, DC, DSA, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Yeah, I think if I lived in D- DC, I would. And be. I, I mean, look, even I approach Bernie with a sort of skepticism. I recognize that he's better. As I, I, I recognize he's as good as we we're gonna get, and I don't even think we're gonna get him because he's too good. Right. Like I don't think our electoral system can elect Bernie. Right. We're I'm not a going bit, to
2: get him because he didn't kill the bird,
1: but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he him. had his Carry. chance and he screwed up, but, um, there's still a certain like dealing with reality here. Yeah. And yes, he's not, he's not a, he's not going to bring about a proletariat revolution. He's not going to line up oil barons against the wall. Right. Um, and he probably will compromise on things like medicare for all if he's elected president. <clears throat> I mean his plan does is a transition period. Um, and you could definitely see him working with a republican congress to to settle on something like lowering the medicare age and declaring that a victory. I mean I I I wouldn't be surprised at something like that. But he's still the best we got out there. Here's and m- Here's it's my worth supporting him over anybody else. Yeah, totally. Here's my concern. But if I was in a crowd and, uh, I might throw guilty out I might throw there just to be myself, too. you know, yeah. I'm not casting a vote here. Right. I'm in a podcast crowd. Yeah. It's like, bring me, bring me climate Stalin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead.
0: we are you going to say, Tom? I
2: was just going to say my, my concern is like, what will the opinion of Bernie be when on day one, hypothetically, if he's elected, he's the, you know, he's the commander in chief of the armed forces. And we're still doing the same shit we're doing now, and like it's it's tank You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like automatically. Like he's got to like. One end the, the good thing
1: or... is that he has improved considerably since 2016 on his foreign policy. Yeah. Uh, vision, um, he has worked harder than any other member of Congress in trying to end the war in Yemen. He had a war, the first war powers resolution ever passed out of Congress. Of course, it was vetoed, but just exercising that, getting Congress to exercise that yeah. authority, um, Bernie did that, and that is in response to people criticizing him on foreign policy yeah. after particularly he's pretty on bad the left. To Israel. Yeah, yeah, and he's gotten better. I mean, yeah. still not great, yeah. but again, you know, we are operating within the American. Someone who's been in Congress for so that for decades. So he's very much a part of the American electoral system. So right. there are limits here. Um, but I have found that his campaign is responsive to criticism from the left. Yeah. And you don't really have that with any other candidate. <laughs> yeah. You don't have yeah. that with any other candidate. And I think that's also why I think it's okay for people who are farther to the left than Bernie, including myself and, and sure you guys too in in a lot of ways that uh that we can support him while also criticizing him because of how receptive they are to that that campaign is receptive to that um which you know we don't have to be diehard bernie and always defend him it's okay to criticize him
0: yeah yeah
2: except for on twitter during the hours of two to six yeah just don't do (laughs) it on twitter whatever you do.
1: Uh, you know, do, do, do it, do it, do it on a live podcast <laughs> show. Do it when you're talking with your friends. Right. Uh, whatever you do, do not criticize Bernie on Twitter, though. No.
2: Yeah. the The only time I think I've ever flirted with cancellation is when I um, made fun of Pat the Burner. <laughs> no. I took a lot of heat for that. Who's so that? Who's this? He's just like kind of one of the Bernie or bust like oh. Twitter accounts. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like a Bernie partisan.
2: No,
1: I mean, I've yeah. I've I, I've been a diehard Bernie supporter now for like. Six years since he announced in twenty at the end of twenty fourteen <laughs> that he's fucking running for president. Or, yeah. Uh, but uh, I I still get shit on on Twitter if I'm like a mild criticism yeah. of Sanders, like oh I think you should probably do this a little differently. Yeah. It's like this is Twitter. I, I'm allowed to just like post uh, shit. But you have a very new get canceled. Nuance. You get yeah, canceled you, fast. You
0: will. You will. Yeah. Um. Well. Um. That's a nice little. Examination of Bernie um, It's relevant because the DSA convention is this weekend And the debate
1: We're recording in, uh, the night of the debate the With de- uh, Bernie right. and Warren, tonight's Warren And Marion Williamson Yep um,
0: So it is truly
2: debate Basically night. the three horse race for the president Yeah <laughs> well,
0: No others need well, uh, We could be so lucky We are yeah. recording this And we were talking about this a little bit yesterday <laughs> This is bleak but we are recording this like right after, um, was it the Quinnipiac? Remind me again how to say it. I Quinnipiac. Say Quinnipiac. Um, Biden is now at thirty-four percent, plus twelve since a month ago. So he's only gone up
1: in the full. So sure, he, yeah, he he lost twelve <laughs> points after the first debate, and in the time in between, <laughs> he's completely made it up, while doing nothing to rectify <laughs> his <Yeah. races>, I- <laughs> I'm not like I, that is a bit worrying, but the first debate he got hit on for being a racist basically, right. which right. he has a lot of troubling stances on this issue going back and doesn't seem to really want to apologize for it. <laughs> but it's hard to, in a Democratic primary with someone who is Barack Obama's vice president, it's hard to really make that stick that this guy's a racist, right? So I think yeah. that. That was a punch that landed initially, but eventually like he was able to do damage control. Like, I'm not a racist, guys. Come on. Right. But if he gets hit on his support of credit card companies and bankruptcy bills, that which kid. needs to be the next... That's where he needs to get hit on, on these economic issues. It's going to be a lot harder for him to recover right. from, vision, from his associations with the banks rather than kind of arguments that he might be a racist, which... I mean, I think Joe Biden certainly has harbored, like, segregationist ideas. Right. Um, He probably doesn't anymore because it's just no longer— Socially acceptable. Socially acceptable to do that, in the Democratic Party at least. Um,
2: But also I would say, like, the the unrepentant nature of his, like— you know, stubborn refusal to just be like, I was wrong on that in the 70s. Yeah. It's like this whole, like, weird obsession he has with mimicking the, like, Trump tough guy thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think it comes from a racist point as much as it comes from, like, a prideful standpoint of, like, I've never been wrong. Right, right. right. So, yeah. Yeah. hopefully we'll see him take, like, another hit somehow. And, unfortunately, he's not on stage with the people who could hit him the hardest on this issue. Right. I mean, Kamala Harris isn't exactly... A reliable figure when it comes to taking on banks or on uh, economic issues and she's proving herself to be uh pretty sketchy with her support for medicare for all so but elizabeth warren is the person who has hit him before and has testified in front of congress debated him on this issue several times and she has yet to be on stage with him in in any of these debates which is a bit unfortunate and i I guess they, it's they claim it's random. Or... I don't know. I mean, they claim but it's random, but I don't think it is. And well, <laughs> do the draw. I white. didn't do this. I didn't watch the CNN draw. I didn't see if it yeah. was like were they pulling names out of hats or something,
2: but it's Wolf Blitzer it, just put a bunch of balls <laughs> of the same name in there, you know what I mean? It, it seems like a real
1: easy thing to do is just put the candidates that everybody wants to see on stage together. Right. And then yeah, we have a bunch of other ones. We'll have them be in the, the kids table debate right and as their poll numbers go up they can move up to the grown ups table debate right, right. and as people in the grown ups table numbers go down they can it move can, down to the kids it's table like it's the like a premier pro- league exactly. soccer yeah that's the, that's that is how the republicans did it though in 2016 they right. had like the the kids debate where they had Carly Fiorina and Lindsey Graham and that's rick true. santorum and other people that. and i think carly fiorina got promoted during yeah. the thing she was at the kids table and then made it to the main stage the funniest thing
0: about it is that the, 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 the democrats did that they would just rig it to where bernie was at the kids table. yeah <laughs> be like no uh
1: what are you talking about we don't even according think- <laughs> to this criteria here because <laughs> you
0: know they keep doing these polls they're like First place, Joe Biden. Third place, Kamala Harris. (laughs) Who the fuck is in second place?
1: (laughs) We uh, only polled neighborhoods that have landlines making income over $200,000 a year. And turns out Bernie didn't make the cut (laughs) to uh, get on the debate stage. Hands are tied, folks.
2: America's spoken.
1: Anyways, here's John Delaney debating uh, (laughs) Governor Hickenlooper and Joe Biden. Right. (laughs) Man. Well, I'm surprised
0: by the Joe Biden stuff. I really am, because at the very beginning, I thought... I was one of the people who, at the very beginning, is like, I, I don't think this is going to go longer than just a month. I thought he'd be out by this
1: point. Um, but I'm a little surprised that he's maintained that sizable lead. In sub- I'm, but then again, like these polls don't really matter and you can find polls that don't show right Biden with a big lead in fact there was a poll I guess Emerson or something I saw today that actually had Bernie in the lead by a point or two over Biden right so it's a lot of these it's all who they're polling or they're using landlines or they're using cell phones and I don't think I think Biden is going to be in the race for a bit but I see him more as he'll be in there until at least the the contests start right I don't see him dropping out before that right I think he is a paper tiger. I don't think he's going to be the nominee. I don't think anybody's going to get the delegates needed right. heading into the convention with the way the contests are proportional, represent, repre- the, the delegates are awarded on a proportional basis on how people do. It's not winner-take-all delegates. So so
0: how would that work? Would there, um, if that was the case, like who who would then be able to be? John Delaney <laughs> it's whoever it's whoever
2: spent yeah, the most money it would be money. a brokered
1: convention so it would go yeah. to the convention and uh,
2: <laughs> Delaney's the favorite
0: there in that yeah. situation he's yes. a charismatic guy
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean it, they gave it to Harry Truman or the back yeah. in no, the vice presidency they gave to yeah. Harry Truman yeah. in 1944 and he wasn't a guy who was anywhere right like thought of but well, they're like oh I, he seemed to be the least harmless guy here and wasn't it also like the 19 was it
0: 1922 there was a, a contested convention or whatever it was between Al Smith and fuck I don't, even know. I don't even know, but anyways it was a it was the
1: exact same situation yeah
0: where they basically just gave it to somebody that hadn't been running
1: yeah yeah, yeah that's a better example I guess the nineteen forty four was just that was FDR the nominee they were just trying to figure out who his vice president was right going to who's be. going they, to be they president. did not want Henry Wallace to be his vice president right right so they of course if he would have been then he would have been president and. Yeah, the then, world would have been completely different. It would have been completely different. Then they like had an actual communist as president <laughs> in 1945.
0: I think they like gave him an
1: ambassadorial post. I can't remember. They like did something
0: really shady to, to um,
1: to Henry Wallace. Is well, it, is I know it, FDR it? sent him around the world to gin up allies for for the war effort right. for a while. Um, when truman came in he did they gave him some kind of cabinet post yeah but wallace talked shit about truman and criticized truman's policy toward the soviets because wallace was kind of into working with the soviets sharing nuclear secrets with the soviets (laughs) to prevent he was like you know we should start sharing this stuff with the Soviets otherwise they're just gonna figure it out and we're gonna end up nuking each other soon and like Truman's everybody, like
0: everybody record scratches in the room Yeah, everybody looks at Truman's him
1: Truman's like oh they're never gonna discover it and then like a year later <laughs> like five three years later they've got the bomb but uh and it leads to a huge race to all blow each other right. up he's like, which hey, is what was predicted guys I, I think we should just share it I mean
0: <laughs> didn't go over well <laughs> <laughs> he's like fuck I'm out with this administration.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think uh yeah, I think he was he was fired. He was he was forced to leave the right. uh, administration. But and...
0: they did it I if I recall correctly, they did it in a real shady way. They like didn't tell him straight up. They like it was kind of like Godfather. They like sent him out in the rowboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did like a Fredo thing for <laughs> him. <laughs> broke my heart. Yeah.
1: Well, um, doesn't Wallace have his like beginnings in like DuPont or something? I think he's like really one of the major chemical businesses, I think he founded. Like in a kind of twist turn of events he ended up giving birth have... to one of like the largest corporate like destructive corporations out there.
0: So he's the reason we all have like C8 in our DNA. Yeah. Yeah, the hybrid corn company. A hybrid corn company that eventually became extremely successful. They are major producer of genetically modified organisms, including genetically modified crops with insects. So, wow, Henry Wallace was an early was a GMO guy. Yeah. Wow. Before it was a buzzworm. Before it was a buzzword. <laughs> Back when liberals could support GMOs. Back in those halcyon days when it was... Before they could support GMOs. <laughs> <laughs> um, great days. Well, um, oh, i was probably get ready to wrap this one up. Sam, thanks for joining us.
1: This was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the next few days on tour with you guys too. Yeah, it's, be
0: fun. it's been a blast. Um, Come hang out if you're in uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia Atlanta, on the third and fourth, and Nashville, and Tennessee,
2: Nashville. Nash- Nashville, Tennessee
0: on the. 5th of
1: august yeah we'll be the back seat boys in the bus That's me. I've, I've got my assigned seat back left corner <laughs> someone's gonna try to take it from me and someone gonna will <laughs> tom, it's not going more. tom took mine
0: <clears throat> i like that back seat see the thing is i spent so much time this is how i mentally prepared for this tour this is like i spent so much time as a teenager on these buses going to like church camp you know youth group stuff yeah that was this. That was you know. I had a strategy and everything. You have to bring your little CD booklet and your little Walkman. That is true. Listen to your Foo Fighters album. Just like
1: <laughs> mom, I'm burning CDs. Leave me alone for the next hour.
0: That <laughs> night before we left, I spent Just four like hours dragging before. Napster files over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. That's what I did. The <laughs> Led, Led Zeppelin's entire discography <laughs> I'm back there, like down <laughs> the <laughs> Wow. Well, anyways, um, so yeah, come see us on tour. Um, It's uh, it's been fun. It's fun. Any last words, Bernie? If you hear this, kill the bird. Find a bird. it's it's strangle it. Set reality straight again. It's
2: birds all the way down. Yeah,
0: burn the bird. All right. We'll talk to you later.